0: Quebec's government is in hot water over their plan to bring the LA Kings to Quebec City for a game. Food bank in Moncton is struggling to keep up with spiked demand. Manitoba RCMP officer who knelt on man's neck has his charges stayed. CRA finally identifies some fraud in the $100 billion Canada Emergency Wage Subsidy. And the UN says that the civilian death toll in Ukraine has surpassed 10,000 people. Good morning. It's Wednesday, November 22nd. I'm Nora, and here are your headlines. This morning, we're going to start with news that does not matter. There's this amazing controversy going on right now in Quebec that I feel like you need to know about because it's so Canadian and so funny. More Canadian than I'm prepared for Quebec to be, frankly. Amid the franc strikes, the affordability crisis, the housing crisis and the decision to delay Quebec City's tramway project by six months... The CAC has announced that it will pay between five and seven million dollars to bring the Los Angeles Kings to play in Quebec City next fall. Now, This must have felt like a genius move on behalf of the CAC. How many NHL lovers in Quebec City support the tramway is something I imagine they asked themselves. Bringing the Los Angeles Kings was supposed to be the perfect distraction for the national capital region. Except the Premier is being roasted by other politicians and members of his own party for the decision. David Remyard at Radio Canada is reporting that several cabinet ministers are publicly calling out this decision. Minister of Finance Eric Girard took it on the chin yesterday morning at a press conference as he was asked about the criticisms of the plan. He said that he took full responsibility for the decision. Behind this decision looms the pipe dream that the Quebec Nordiques will ever come back home. Spoiler alert, they will not. The market here has absorbed the Habs as our local team, and so switching Habs fans to become Nords fans again does not make Any difference for the bottom line of the NHL? Expansion teams exist because there's an untapped market, not a very much already tapped market. But Girard insisted that by bringing the Kings to Quebec to play a single game, our chances will vastly improve to convince the NHL to bring back the Habs. The money will mostly cover the meals and travel for the players and is coming out of a special fund for the national capital region that is supposed to subsidize local organizations. Luc Provençal from a riding just south of Quebec City said that the grant went quote against his values unquote MNA Eric Girard who is not the same Eric Girard who's the finance minister he said that the decision was also against the values of the people of Lac-Saint-Jean The decision was also condemned by the only MNA who has played in the NHL, liberal member Enrico Ciccone. Now, as they say, this news doesn't matter, but it is so amazing to see a decision like this get panned by other politicians. In other provinces and maybe at other moments in Quebec's history, this would have been no problem. Of course, we're going to waste money to bring an NHL team to Quebec City for a single game. But because of the political climate right now, this actually could really harm the CAC. A poll came out this morning that showed that the Parti Québécois is now leading in the province in polls. That is a party that only has four seats. Next, more food bank news, this time from New Brunswick. Moncton's only food bank is struggling to meet the demand that they're seeing. They have about 200 appointments per day, and people are leaving with less food than they used to leave with. If you multiply 200 appointments over a year's worth of work days, that totals 52,000 visits, which is a stunning number considering that the city of Moncton has a population of 85,000 people. The food bank requires anyone who needs to visit the facility more than once per month to register, including telling the food bank some of their financial information, reports Global News' Suzanne Lapointe. The applications are putting tremendous strain on the workers at the food bank. They're seeing an increase in people with full-time jobs, international students and seniors, all groups who have not normally relied on the food bank before. Next, a Manitoba RCMP officer has had his charges stayed by the province's police watchdog. Devin McKendrick from CTV News Winnipeg reports that Eric Guerin was caught on video at the Winnipeg airport kneeling on Nathan Lasiuk's neck. Lasiuk screams that he can't breathe in the video. Lasiuk was originally charged with assault and police were there because they were called to deal with Lasiuk at the airport. But there was never a report made to the oversight body until the video of the assault was released in 2021. A judge agreed with Lasiuk that his charter rights were violated and he was given a conditional discharge and 12 months of probation for the assault charges that originally spurned the police to be there. The Crown withdrew their charges against Garin, though, because they didn't believe that a conviction was reasonable. They reviewed the video and didn't find that Lassiuk was a credible witness. Guerin is back working for the Manitoba RCMP. Next, here's something from the Canadian press's Nojud al Remember how many people who got CERB were harassed into giving the money back? And how journalists were obsessed with writing stories about all the fraud that people were committing with their CERB payments? Well, now we have some news about fraud related to other programs. The bigger program, the Canadian Emergency Wage Subsidy, and some indication that there's fraud with a rental subsidy that was given to corporations during the pandemic, too. The report came out on Monday, and it turns out that there was at least a little bit of fraud that happened with the wage subsidy. Though, let us be clear, most of what was called fraud with CERB was actually administrative errors that individuals had no power over. But anyway, of the $100 billion given to corporations during the pandemic for the wage subsidy, Canada Revenue Agency has quote-unquote denied or adjusted some $458 million of it. That's a drop in the bucket of $100 billion, but still. In stark contrast to how journalists wrote about the CERB, get a load of this line. Quote, Monday's report finds that the majority of employers that received the wage subsidy were highly compliant. Most claim adjustments were related to calculation errors and a lack of documentation rather than ineligibility, unquote. That is not how journalists wrote about people who are forced to pay back CERB for whatever reason. I have a whole chapter on this in my book, and it's stunning how much CERB recipients were demonized. Interestingly, the biggest set of problems that they did find were related to businesses that had a third party fill out their applications for them. 85% of the audits of claims made by third parties were either reduced or denied. These were mostly made by the smallest businesses and often saw people knowingly make inaccurate claims. So straight up fraud. But because businesses are virtuous in Canada while individuals are greedy, of course benefits of the doubt would be extended to businesses, while the whole articles written about Serb fraud dominated the news of that program from pretty much day one. People matter most in Canada if they're incorporated. Remember that. And finally, the UN is reporting how many civilians have been killed in Ukraine since Russia invaded at the start of 2022. The number is north of 10,000 people. Half of those deaths happened in the last three months and, quote, far behind the front lines, unquote, reports Al Jazeera. More than 560 children have been killed. The UN says that it believes that the actual death toll is much higher. Russia has been more and more using long-range missiles, which is killing more people deeper inside of Ukraine. The majority of deaths have been caused by explosive weapons. Germany has committed 1.6 billion euro for more weapons for Ukraine, and the U.S.'s defense secretary was in Kiev on Monday to announce a new $100 million military package. Those are your headlines for Wednesday, November 22nd. I'm Nora. You're listening to this podcast at com on the Real News Network podcast feed and anywhere you get your podcasts. I'll be off to Winnipeg tomorrow. So don't forget your tickets. Get those tickets at thepointofsale.com. Search for Sandy and Nora live in Winnipeg and I'll talk to you tomorrow.